Welcome to the Eurovision Division Podcast, a podcast where we talk about all 40 songs in this year's Eurovision Song Contest before this year's Eurovision Song Contest. As always, I'm your host, Jeroen. And I am your bumbling court jester, Mira. <laughs> now, why would you say something like that? Just because it's how I've been feeling this past week. Have you been feeling foolish? I've been feeling foolish. <laughs> feeling like a monkey made to dance? Yeah. No, it's just, uh, you know, starting a new job and, and making many, many mistakes because you don't know anything about how the business operates, but you're supposed to help the business operate. Everyone's too busy making the business <laughs> operate to tell you how to do shit. But I sell drugs to the community. <laughs> <laughs> but I make the business operate. Yeah, so I got called out. I've, I've been having a very busy time at work, and I've been called out on a couple of mistakes that haven't been, like, horrible. So it's not a big deal. I know, but... So I, it's fine. I have bad brain disease, um, so... <laughs> that is a medical term? It's a med- it's the medical term for when you uh, get called out for a tiny flaw in your work, and you bike home crying afterwards. Uh, doesn't help that it's also been a week where I've been working seven, eight hours a day, seven weeks, seven, seven days in a row. Seven weeks. It's been a lot. I've been in my feelings. I look forward to coming home every night and watching our silly little shows. Uh-huh. Um, and we've been watching the silly little pirate show recently, the, the Our Flag Means Death. And that's been just like, yes, do you want to re- regress Back to a 14-year-old? Do you want to, like, ship men together? Do you want men on television to kiss and post on Tumblr about how much you want that? Because this is the show for you! Guess guess what? They actually do kiss. They actually do kiss! Spoilers, but they're actually gay in this one. The the show doesn't make you feel stupid for wanting the men to be gay! All of them... They really all are. There's one character that's homophobic, and even he's gay. Yeah. It's great. It really feels good to get everything I wanted when I was 15 on Tumblr. I would say primarily it is a cute show because it is a romantic comedy, and it follows all the trappings of a romantic comedy, which as a genre itself has some, like you know, little dated tropes of, like, keeping a couple separated for arbitrary reasons, and it's like, yes, that's why you watch a romantic comedy. I still I still need the, like, oh, no, there's only one bed in the hotel room trope. That's a fanfic trope, right? That's Yeah, and I've been reading a lot of fanfiction about this show because I'm 15 again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Um, so the next step, obviously is AMVs, um, and I need some good songs to imagine these characters kissing to. Um, so today's theme is, I think, going to be emotional balance. Okay, so you think you're gonna find you're gonna find it in the emotional ballad. I hope so. If not, there's also there's just always Lincoln Bark. There's always what I've done. Yeah. In the end, it doesn't really matter. The show itself uses Perfect Day by Lou Reed, which, like, really did it to me. Just really did it. It's it's just that. It's got some choices where I'm like, I don't think this is the smartest or best thing you could have possibly done. I don't think there's much in it that's, like, exceptionally smart. 
like from a writing point, I'm not like, oh my god, this is so incredible because it isn't like highbrow television. It isn't like a prestige show. No. It is a cute little silly pirate show where the pirates are gay, and that's wonderful. And it's so I nice. I do recommend it because it is such a breath of fresh air to see like like the the primarily male cast. Because they're pirates. You know, like, you're, you're having your male leads who are close together, having that not just be, like, a bromance. That yeah. all the fans are going to be like, oh, we ship that. But having the show itself explicitly acknowledge, like, yeah, this is this a is romantic a relationship. It's so is nice. Really nice. Um, it's so nice. Which, you know, this is my little review. Everything about it that isn't perfect not a big deal to me. There's there are several things where I'm like, wait, how did he get back to the ship? How did that happen? How that, did he get? Why did that happen? It's where I, as a writer, look at that and go, in this episode, they want this character to be there, but a writer forgot that in the previous episode they had left him some other place, so they just went, it's it's fine, have someone say, oh, you're back, and it's not a big deal. I that also, also feels good. And I also that kind also of appreciate that just kind of like... Don't worry about it. There is something sequential, but still very, like, sitcom, like, oh yeah, this is the next episode... It doesn't completely have to line up with the previous one about it. Where, like, yeah. in an era of very serialized, very, like, where television is like a movie, people keep making shows out of stuff that should genuinely only be 90 minutes. It's true. It's nice to see something that where that still just feels like, yeah, okay, that's a television show. Genuinely, yeah. Um, and it's not and even it's TV, just like it's the things, The things that are, like... Yeah, just don't think about it. Remind me of this year's Eurovision, because there's many songs with lyrics where you're just like, yeah, just don't think about it. Hey, speaking of something I don't, um, I don't think we should think about very long, but I do want to mention it, because um, it's something I've been thinking, I have been thinking about. Um, on Thursday, I went to the gym, my climbing gym. Um, on Thursday, you go I go to the gym now. It's so funny. On Thursday, I went to my climbing gym and there was a bunch of nerds because of course there are. It's a climbing gym, but they were like, like real nerds. And at one point, one of them said something to another one of them in a Yoda voice. Oh no. Oh no. And that's just what I wanted to say about that. It, it struck me as anachronistic in a weird way. Yeah. Anakinistic, I should say. <laughs> yeah, it's like, Star Wars isn't first of fun all, anymore. First of all, Star Wars isn't anything. Like, if you're a geek slash nerd, how to, I mean, I guess Star Wars was still and has still always been a big thing, but it's always like, how did you, how do we get into Star Wars? I'm saying bullshit. It was a big. It was big movies like two years ago. Nobody gives a shit about Star Wars anymore. I mean, I it's think not so. fun to care about Star Wars. Caring about Star Wars isn't fun anymore. Right. Not like it isn't cool anymore or it isn't relevant anymore. It just isn't fun. Because they didn't even queer bait in that one. Because in the first in the first movie, Oscar Isaac was very clear about like I want this to be a romance. I want my character and John Boyega's character. To be romantically involved, I played it as if I was like in love with him, and you can tell because he's a very good actor. Even oh, though I he read plays so much fan fiction, he plays garbage characters in garbage thing. Is anyone watching Moon Knight? I don't think so. Um, he's making money, and I love that for yeah, him. Yeah, like get it. 
And he wanted that. And then in the next episode, uh, the next episodes, because it is episodes, it is episodes. Star Wars, they just decided not to really put those characters together or give them any scenes together while they had the best chemistry out of anyone. And then those movies just kind of collapsed. It's yeah. almost as if they didn't realize that maybe if you have like a strong pairing, it doesn't matter if they're men or women, or whatever. Just have that pairing be together. And if you're not going to make them kiss, you're a coward, but also it's at still least fine. just keep them together and fans are going to like that. Yeah. No, we have to stop them from shipping. Only the Raylos are valid. Please, I, I, I truly don't care if you... It's ship Raylo. No, right. I, I, please, I, every please, time. it's Sorry, fine. Is, I, I really want to listen to some songs, but I just have to say, it baffles me every time that this comes up, because I keep forgetting that, like, anti and pro shippers are a thing. It is. It's I keep such a big thing. It and comes I, up so often. I swear often. to God, I don't give a shit. I think so Raylo is a fine I ship. Know. I should know that this is a thing, but every time that it, like, somehow comes up in conversation, there is a fraction of a second where I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about, and then my mind goes back to like, oh right, there's people who are like against villain ships, and I'm just like, dude. And here, here's the thing, guys, in our flag means death, there's a character named Izzy, and he's the best... He's the best character, and I love him so much, and I'm obsessed. I don't think he's the best character, but he's very good. Well, Lucius is the best character. Yeah, I agree. But, but I, I, mm, Izzy, Izzy just really does it for me. Just really scratches that itch. Anyway, yeah. go watch, go watch the the gay pirate show. Our flag means death, and also watch uh, the music videos for the songs that we'll be listening to today. Oh right, what's this podcast about again? Eurovision. <laughs> All right, and this. Episode is called Emotional Ballad. That's the theme that you chose because we'll be listening to emotional ballads. How appropriate. Um, and I should say that these will be boys with emotions. Oh my god, just like in our flag means just death. Like that. Uh, the episode <laughs> the episode title, Emotional Ballad, is based on what I think is one of the greatest images um to have ever appeared in, in, in a Eurovision context for its, its sheer simplicity, its directness. This is an image tweeted out by the, uh, the Azerbaijan delegation or, or blog teasing their entry. And I must say that the Azerbaijani entry for this year's Eurovision Song Contest is the last song that we heard this year. They teased it out for a long time. So obviously it's not going to be the one that I start with here because I want to replicate that feeling a little bit. We're keeping that one for the end. But I'm just telling you now, the entry for us Azerbaijan, and I'm going to turn around my laptop to show Mira this image right now, is going to be an emotional ballad. (laughs) (laughs) The thing that's really the it for me, that really does it for me, is the font choice. Well, that's the, the this year's that's this year's uh, oh really yeah mm. this year's theming uh, I don't really like it so can you describe what we're seeing here we're just seeing <laughs> a square image because you need to be able to cross post it to Instagram uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, I am a social social media manager now so I that's the mo- main thing is just making images yeah, square it's the most important thing green background with some squiggly lines. That is the, the, the general like graphic theming for this year's and, uh, Eurovision. 
white text that says emotional ballad with an exclamation mark but no uh capitalized letters there's this is nothing and that's what's so great about it there is there go girl give us nothing um and you know maybe we'll see we'll see what they eventually gave us um because you know um this was tweeted out March 6th, it seems like. Yeah, that's about that's about two weeks before the song came out. Were there any, uh, like, follow-up posts in the two weeks between this one and the coming out of the song? I believe there was a brief, uh, like, teaser that just, you know, had a, had a silent clip from the music video. Um, and, and then just, just some, some general, like, teaser tweets, but nothing substantial to my soul this is still the most substantial thing that was teased out here is this um sound of beauty graphic with the text emotional ballad it's just it's just so good it's just i there's no way to describe it i'm gonna retweet it right now i'm just gonna retweet it right now no context everyone's gonna think that's hilarious (laughs) I'm, i'm gonna replicate that that feeling of waiting for it because we fucking wanted to hear that song so that we had all 40 songs and we didn't get it for a long time. So we're going to do two songs before we get to Azerbaijan. Let's do it. But that is the, that is going to be the emotional ballad. Oh, okay. Keep but the other here. two are also emotional ballads. Yes, but keep in mind here that that's the one that specifically said <laughs> emotional ballad exclamation point. Okay. Give me the first emotional ballad. So of course ballad. We, have, we have different emotional ballads. And this one, um... I guess the title should tell you enough about why this is an emotional ballad. It's called Boys Do Cry. Oh my god, just like in our flag music. <laughs> oh my god, really? That's the title of the song? Boys Do Cry? Contrary to what you may believe, Boys Do Cry. This is Switzerland and Marius Bear. Is that bear like bear or bear like bear? Sorry? Is that bear like the animal or bear like yes. nude? I was like the animal. Okay, because it's like, oh, he's burying his soul. Burying his chest? Hopefully. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's one question that we will answer. Another one is, would this song make a good AMV? Let's find out. This is Switzerland entry for this year's Eurovision Song Contest. It's Marius Bear and Boys Do Cry. they got broken. God only knows why. And sometimes fall down from the sky mountains they crumble and rivers they run dry and oh oh, oh, boys do cry that song is shit man You haven't come out. You haven't come out this strongly against anything. Uh, in... yes, I have. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. That, the other song about wolves. Wow, yeah. I just don't like songs about wolves. <laughs> the song isn't about wolves. This is about boys crying. Uh, fucking pathetic. Oh, well. Uh, so you think boys shouldn't cry? No, I think boys should cry. I think they shouldn't cry about, like, being rejected as a kid when they're adults. Yeah, and the video does give that appearance where it's just like, I'm I'm singing about sadness and the way to illustrate that is a little boy, a weak little boy. A lily-livered little rich boy. Dressed up as a, uh, a knight 
offering cotton candy to a girl and getting rejected and then getting bullied by some <laughs> this is this was good bullied this by is some great. early 19th century urchins like it's... urchins it's they were dressed modernly but they were wearing those little news newsboy caps newsy caps yeah they're newsy caps and just I I can't take it so funny. Why? What bully? What bully where? What like image of a bully do you have that it needs to be a 19th century urchin? Right, I get does that ma- match like What a, country is this? Switzerland. Yeah, people don't get bullied in Switzerland. Does this match the sort of like fanciful little knight outfit cuz the last time that I remember a little knight in a music video was Sergei Lazarev and Scream. Oh, it was so good. Which was, like, very dramatic. In this, I'm like, what are you trying to illustrate with that in your music video? This is some incel shit, honestly. Because then, like, it's... This is not even getting into the song itself. This is just getting into the messaging of, like, boys cry, okay? But the thing you chose to illustrate that is a, a boy... I get that. A, a child. A child boy. A young... <laughs> a young child boy man. An act like... The literal definition of the word boy. Not man. Boy. Boy. Like, you know what I mean? Like a boy. I, yeah, but he is a he is an adult man. He is not a boy. No. Even though he's a young man, he's not a boy. This is a this is a child, a boy. Yeah. So you put this boy in situations that it is okay to cry about, obviously. Because it's it's because okay he's sad. when you're it is a okay little to cry boy. about it. But the fact that he's singing about it makes me go. Are you still sad about this shit? Is this supposed to be you? Because the boy sings at the end, so it's like, is this an experience that happened to you? Because then this shouldn't be the saddest thing that you can think of, of in your life to recall, right? Yeah, absolutely. It, it's like that sucks. That just doesn't work. Having trauma from being bullied? No, absolutely. You can carry that into your adult life. Yeah, I, I have. I feel like we've talked about it before. Like that that does that I was does I was viciously bullied and it it makes me feel like shit to this day. But I can place that in the people who bullied me were also children who didn't know how to fucking be. I'm just going back and this is really weird. I'm going back to ticks now. Fallen Angel. Yes. And yes. the music video for that has him has the child ticks getting bullied, right? Yeah. But compared to this now, where it's just so limp and it doesn't do anything, I'm thinking of the video for Fallen Angel, and luckily I only remember snippets of it, because I do remember my overall impression of it being quite bad. Mm Mm-hmm. But I am remembering it fondly, because I'm like, the narrative there was very clear about why they were bullying him. Yeah. And that the girl wasn't, like, going against them, but felt sympathy for him but like was also in a position of like I'm not brave enough to do anything about this because it's not her place and like you can you know you can spin that to be like okay that was at least telling a very coherent story from a flawed perspective but like it was doing something here I'm just not sure what it's doing because also I think this song has extremely confused messaging about what it actually means for boys to cry can I, and I think this is a first one on this year of the podcast, but can I see the lyrics? Can you pull oh. them up and show them to me? Okay, I, d- I did as you asked. I pulled up the lyrics for you to, to read them as well, because 
Um, there, there is something to analyze here, and I already have my nuclear grade take. But, <laughs> but please have a have a think about this uh, yourself, because it took me until the second listen to really realize what makes this completely and utterly worthless from start <laughs> to finish. Okay. Well, uh, first of all, verse one, line one. In my room lives a boy who could be blue. Uh, in my kitchen. In well, welcome to my kitchen. My room. In my kitchen. You're not. You're I not, have bananas. You're not leaving enough space between the words. First of all, you need to start with a soft piano intro. I hate. And then it you so need to much. sit there watching, look, seeing him, and thinking, okay. Until he finally goes, Ian. <laughs> I'm like, okay. My, ooh, what's going to happen? Room. <laughs> Get on with it. <laughs> and in theory, there's something melodically, like, vaguely appealing about this. This is, like, very background music. Hotel lobby, I'm not listening to it. There's a guy in a piano two rooms away playing this vaguely pleasant. Vaguely. You think he's cavalier, he would shed more than a crocodile tear if you'd go, oh, oh. I think a song needs to be very good for me to accept an oh, oh. A la la, I'll take any time. I love really? a la la. An oh, oh, you need a good reason for an oh, oh. An I oh, oh implies more... Usually more like rousing than a la la, but a la la is very much like a sing along kind of thing because la la is something that you like. Yeah, get sing people along. to do. Yeah, but a lot of songs go like oh, oh, oh like you know, as as like an, an oh, oh, it's Coldplay sing along. Mode. That's why I don't like. It. <laughs> and those are like those oh ohs serve a purpose, but they're annoying a lot of the times. This isn't that kind of oh oh. This is an I, I this is an O where it's like oh I sang a word that ends in the sound O, and, and now I have some empty space so I'll just add O O to it. Very annoying. Um, this isn't a touchscreen. <laughs> I just dragged my greasy finger across your, your laptop <laughs> screen. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Why are your fingers this greasy? I don't know. <laughs> I'll clean my screen. It's okay. Hearts they get broken. God only knows why. Because the girl doesn't want your nasty cotton candy that you've already licked. It's not something to sh I mean, it is something to share. It's but something like to share, but, like, she has to pluck a thing from it. If you've already, like, taken from it with your mouth, from it's not it shareable. touched it or whatever the fuck. Like, yeah, it's not, yeah. It's not nice. Uh, and sometimes airplanes fall down from the sky. <gasps> like, lost? lost? Like, in Lost. And mountains, they crumble... When? What? No, they don't. Uh, and rivers, they run dry. Global warming, guys, it's really serious. Mm -hmm. um, and oh, 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 boys do cry. This is where I'm at. This is where it is. This is where it is, the chorus. It's, it really is like these things that only very rarely happen. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. And I'm going to add boys crying yep. to that. Yep. That's exactly it. It's like, no, boys can cry Often. So there's there's two ways that... There's two things this could imply, right? As you just said, a bunch of rare occurrences, not only rare occurrences, but disastrous occurrences. Yeah. Aeroplanes fall down from the sky. 
Planes are not meant to fall down from the sky. Mountains, they crumble. Not a good thing. Rivers, they run dry, running counter to what one would expect from the natural phenomenon of a river, the natural phenomenon of a mountain, which is not to crumble. At least rivers running dry or mountains crumbling could happen through some sort of natural cause, right? Like, okay, but it still is a natural disaster. It's a it's a disaster. And I, I get like juxtaposing that with a heart getting broken because when your heart gets broken, it feels like this should be on the news. Like this okay, is sure, a yeah, disaster. Yeah. This is the most horrible thing that has ever happened That's in relatable. the world. I really like it when songs get over dramatic. Yeah. I like it when the voice when the tone of a song is really specific or really like not necessarily specific to 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 a situation but very specific to like a perspective where i can tell like oh this is a very like the 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 voice of someone who is heartbroken yeah right? what's right? the song the the perfect song for this is um why does the world keep on turning why does the sun yes, uh, the it's sky? the end of the world yeah yeah um, don't they know it's the end of the world um, can't remember who sang this, but yes, it's it a beautiful song. It ended when you said goodbye. It's or beautiful it's so song, good. one of the best songs. Yeah, and you know that song kind of loses me when she starts talking. That's the I one forget about I, that. Yeah, I forget that that happens. It, it it takes me out of the song every time, but I love the part where she's not talking. Um, that's like breaking a heart is on par with the world ending. Right, where it's and like, it's... this could just, yeah, exactly. And that's fair. You can write that. But this... It's just like what Blackbeard went through. But the general idea here is boys do cry, which makes it seem like, okay, that's a big statement I'm making here about boys being able to cry. Boys with emotions. But it's only like, but when it's... a boy cries, it's... Awful. It's a disaster. Something bad must have happened to make a boy cry. Namely, you broke my heart. And like, that's not what it's trying to imply here. I don't I don't want to be that incharitable. I think that's an accidental. I think that one's accidental. Um, I mean, everything else is, is also an accident. That's not what you meant to say. But the like the implication of like my heart got broken by an evil girl and now I a boy am crying and that is bad because the cause of it is the girl yeah that's not what it that's that's a lot of like thinking that I'm like okay you didn't we're doing some mental gymnastics that's why I'm like I'm not gonna hold that against them but I am gonna hold the rest of the chorus against it because again all of those things are disastrous and exceptionally rare sometimes Aeroplanes fall from the sky. It's rare, but it happens. And Mountains crumble, rivers run dry. All of these bad things, they happen. And oh, oh, it doesn't say sometimes, but he might as well. Boys do cry. Do cry. Running counter to everything you expect, which is to say rivers running as rivers, mountains not crumbling. Um, but all of these things are going against what we assume to be the natural state. So it's saying boys crying is against the natural state of boys. And that's stupid because the only thing here that is accurate is that just like gender, aeroplanes are a construct. (laughs) So true, bestie. And it's just bullshit. (laughs) And this is all just such bullshit. 
This is just so bad. It just, it's like, you look at that chorus two times, because I did have to listen to it a second time, and then I wasn't went like, hold on just a single fucking second. This doesn't work. This is really uh, toxic masculinity. Your messaging is just, is just shit. Because even reading it as positive as you can, it then gets very selfish. Because Boys Do Cry sounds like it's a general kind of thing, but actually, in the best read, it's about his personal yeah. heartbreak, which in the video is represented as, like, heartbreak as a child, which he clearly isn't anymore, which makes you go, are you still crying over that? Because, like, it does just happen. It happens. Like, heartbreak happens more often than airplanes falling from the sky. More, Way more often than mountains crumbling. Way more often than rivers running dry. And yes, like you said, it feels on par You can cry, but don't write a song about it. Men will will literally go to Eurovision. (laughs) Instead of going to therapy. That's, yeah, that's really it. And I really am coming from this, from the perspective of a person with really extreme rejection anxiety. Sure. Like, really extreme. I'm not saying that's not a thing. Like, of course it is. I I really have had to confront that, like, in my new job recently, where I'm like, the slightest negative impact that I have on anyone's life Mm -hmm. makes me depressed for a week. Just the slightest little, like coffee setting on the machine that I get wrong that someone is like, hey, I prefer my coffee like this makes me feel like the biggest piece of shit on earth keeps me up at night and I'm like, shit I'm not like I'm gonna write a song about how people are mean to me I'm like, I feel like I gotta deal with my mental illness a little bit more (laughs) than I have It's just like, it would... it for the messaging it makes more sense to list a bunch of like really natural things that just happen yeah it's like well yeah sometimes uh, you step in dog shit and sometimes it's like rain on your wedding day yes yeah, some days it's some days it rains and it doesn't seem to stop and you can't will the rain to go away but maybe the next day there won't be clouds and you'll be like, that's sick. Now there's sun. <laughs> that's That rules for me, personally. I love that. Some, it, life do be like that. Crying is so normal. Yes. I can't believe that crying is something that is so fraught. For like half of all people on earth, half of all people on earth just are scared of crying. I can't imagine. Sure. And that same and that same half will also hold it against, you know, themselves for crying and against women for crying a lot of the times. You're like, ah, don't start crying. Yeah, but it's... Hard-ass, grizzled, 1950s bullshit. I I think as an adult... I don't like it when a dame starts crying. (laughs) I think as an adult, it's important to learn that you just... You can't cry everywhere in any situation where you feel even a little bit bad. But also as an adult, it's important to know... That you can have a little private cry whenever, and it's 
healthy. It's healthy to cry when you feel bad if you, like, you treat that as a little private thing sure. for you. Like, a little treat. <laughs> well, <laughs> Maybe not a little treat, but just, like... Uh, I don't think you should revel in it, but then also, like, sometimes it... Sometimes it feels good, sometimes though. you can't help it, and it does feel good. Sometimes there is an impulse sometimes that might you... not be the most healthy, but, like, sometimes, you know, you... You do want to cry, and sometimes it's good, and sometimes it's not. Sometimes aeroplanes fall down from the sky, I guess. Yeah. Sometimes you feel just a little bad, and it just turns into a big cry that you know, like, mm -hmm. I have no reason to have this big of a cry right now, but now that I'm in this, I'm just gonna go to the mirror and watch myself sob. <laughs> I haven't heard this in a long time, but I feel like people used to say, I haven't cried in seven years, and I'd always be people like... People used to say that to me, right? and it's so bad. I feel like I haven't, so I, horrible. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I feel like I haven't heard that in seven years. Thank God. But it used to be so common that people would say... Like, how, brag about how it. How long it's been since they've cried. And I'm like, first of all, why are you keeping track? Yeah. I'm not keeping track. It's not rare for me to cry. Because if I was keeping track, I'd have, like, one of those stupid <laughs> signs at home that goes like 10 days since last cry and then I have to scratch it down and anyone who'd enter my house would see this sign that just says five days since last cry and they'd be like oh are you okay and then I'd run up to the sign and erase five because I'd be crying in that moment Oh, that's the worst kind of cry. That's the worst kind of cry is if someone asks if you're okay and you start crying. That's the worst one. I'm, I am just imagining the exact situation that I described. It's a very funny skit. We, we should have one of those in our apartment. Days so since good. last cry. Um, oh my god. But this emotional ballad didn't make you cry. Uh, uh, no. And I'm like, maybe this is a Steed song of our flagman. Oh, I'm, right, right. I'm gonna judge all of these songs this episode on a scale of, like, how how much can I imagine the characters... MV quality, MV yes. quality. And, like, maybe this is a Steed song, but, like, even I would, I would cringe. I would cringe out of the MV of this. I'm okay. like, ooh, I this is... I, I want to say one thing. I hate it. Most people hate it. No one really likes this. Thank God. Sounds like a John Lewis Christmas advert is what I've heard a lot. Who's John Lewis? It's like a British store that does the Christmas ads. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those very, like, yeah. Very schmaltzy ads. They go viral every year. And it sounds like kind of like this. Right. My, my big worry is, remember how Proud from North Macedonia was also a bullshit bad song? Go on and tell them. Oh, Raise your God, voice I hated that song so much. Where it's like, this one's about empowering girls. And it's like, no, it's not. It, it specifically keeps... Like, it's specifically keeping women down. Harping on bad things. It, that one was weird, but it, like, somehow resonated with people. And I'm just like... I don't. I don't think so, because because otherwise people would have resonated with this more already. But there is always that worry with like mixed messaging like this that it's that people aren't gonna clue into how much it doesn't work. You know yeah, that people no, aren't gonna clue in the way that I did because I'm smart. That it doesn't work. <laughs> That's such a funny thing to say. I don't know. That really made me laugh. 
Now, here, here, here's the thing. He's like, my favorite musical artists write songs about living in apartments and about, you know, being at boring funerals. Uh-huh. I can't deal with love songs anymore, man. It's just the easiest thing to write a song about, and it just doesn't matter. Oh, well. Love songs, you're gonna get a lot of them because they are. It's still just a universal theme, and that's okay. I still, I still like a love song. Joni Mitchell's "My Old Man." Oh, it fills my heart. There are many it beautiful love it. songs. It there it. are many different, complicated emotions in love. Um, but getting rejected means that you didn't really get into the love situation in the first place, did you? So. There's great songs about being rejected. Sure, yeah. Johnny Delusional, it's about being rejected before you even try. Yes, but that's more about, like, what kind of guy you are. Yeah, exactly. A song about being rejected can't be about how sad it is that the girl rejected you. It's, It's like, I'm the kind of guy who gets rejected, and that makes me sad. That's valid. That's That's a good thing to write a song about. I don't know if what I'm saying is is valid. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we God, went... I'm really back into Tumblr mode. Like, am I valid? We went a little off here. Um, but yeah, no no AMV for this one. Nope. I'm not going to make an AMV. Let's see if the next one fares any better. This one is coming from down under. Ooh, Australia. Australia is Like here. Lost. Like Lost. Um, not exactly like our flag means death, but, you They're know, New Zealand. That's New Zealand, so that's, you know, that's... They're not in Eurovision. They're not in Eurovision, but they're... Down under. They're down under as well. Yes. Yes. And in Australia, the, uh, the contestant that won their selection was Sheldon Riley. Sheldon Riley. This Sheldon is Riley. Thing. Yeah. So Rolls off the tongue. It's a protagonist. Like, that's the name. Oh, it really is. Sheldon Riley. Hi, my name's Sheldon Riley. Really good. Yeah, great. But this is this isn't just your your everyday uh, protagonist. Uh, his song is called "Not the Same." He's not the same. He's not the same. I didn't know him before. Well, let's see if we can get to know him through this song. This is Australia's entry for this year's Eurovision Song Contest. It's Sheldon Riley and "Not the Same." When you run and hide, hide the break inside. Realize that the light shines bright through those who broke inside. I'm not the same. No, I'm not the same. No. Okay, so I noticed you breathing heavily at the end there. Did, oh, did I? Was I? Yeah. Was it like affecting you emotionally, or because I want to know like how sensitive I need to be? I'm I'm this. okay. Okay, I don't like this. Okay, I I wasn't sure because I was looking at you and I wasn't sure what to read on your face. Oh, it it I don't like it in a way that is very fascinating to me. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm completely there for like to hear what you're going to say because I think, listen to my take because I think that's. Exactly the angle that I want you to come at from, the, like, that I wanted you to, to, to have for this. Sometimes you'll have a song by someone who is an extremely good singer mm-hmm. and who very deeply feels the yeah. message of the song. Absolutely. And that is both true here. Yeah, both of those are like, true here. B- before before any criticism, my, mine or Mira's, 
like he's an extremely good singer. So good. His voice is incredible. Um, I haven't actually watched this performance in a while. Um, so I had forgotten that, like, the melody does, like, shift a little bit at the start from what, like, is on the recorded version. I was surprised for a moment there. Um, because I think the recorded version is, is, like, again, his, his vocals are just really, really strong. Uh, and even really here, good. where he's, like, kind of faltering through the melody at some points, his vocals stay really strong and his his conviction to the message stays really, really true because you feel that there's something personal here, and that in and of itself is very strong. Yeah, like we he, can both he, agree on that, he, right? Like, yes. yes, he truly feels it. It truly is a message that means something to to him, and in and of itself, it is a message that is extremely relatable to a lot of people. Yes, like it, and it is also you know specific. In a way, where yeah, like, because he like he starts this off by saying what what perhaps a lot of people can relate to. It's not a, it's not an, an extremely specific anecdote, but like yeah, I was told as a child to like be the same as other kids, to play with the other, yeah. like to play the same games, um, and and years go by. And I feel bad every day I come home from school, but, like, my dad asks me if I had a nice day, and I say, yeah, and it's a lie, and I keep telling that lie. I can't like, get over how bad those lyrics are. Yes. like it's, That's the thing. It's like, you have an extremely good performance uh, by someone who really believes in the message, but the poetic talent isn't there. And you can have that. You can have that and come up with one of the most beautiful songs ever written. True Love Will Find You in the End by Daniel Johnston. He is he was a very like badly mentally disabled man mm-hmm. who didn't know how to play the guitar but just like kind of did stuff on the guitar. Um very good documentary about his life. And yeah, made just is... some of the most beautiful Music, it's it's naive art. Yeah, but that's a very good example of like a song that is that is very touching because, yeah, a, you the, know, of a combination of factors. But yes, without being like extremely skillfully crafted, but just being very honest. So true, and the lyrics and are are literally just what it's true. Love will find you in the end. You'll find out just who was your friend. Don't be sad. I know you will, but don't give up until true love will find you in the end. That's the song. It makes me cry every time yeah, I hear it. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Like so that, you don't yeah. need to be a Shakespeare to write emotionally hard-hitting songs. But this is the same problem that I had with John Steers. Is when you're trying so hard to make an emotionally hard-hitting song... With maybe something that you truly feel emotionally is true to you, but you're trying to make it, you're trying to push it just yes, a little I mean, bit further, yes, just to be a um, little bit sadder, just to be a little bit, like, more, you know, hitting to people. There, there, was, there was, I will say, like, a fair bit of that in, in uh, Australia's uh, selection here, where you were watching with this sort of feeling of, like, Okay, but not all of these songs need to be therapy. You yeah. know? Where it's like, it's fine for some of these artists to be very honest, and I can see also why you'd put multiple in your selection, because otherwise, 
you know that an audience will gravitate very much to the honest performance because that's just what happens when when people vote. Kind of what happened here, but he came second in both jury and televote. Oh. So, and, right, and rose to the top because of that. Oh, yeah, that'll happen. Um, but, you know, that's still second, which is still good. Yeah. You know, like, no, no slide on that. That's good. Based on the system, you came first. Great. Um, I can see what's to like here, because there is something... Like, like you say, there is something honest and something very truthful, but yes, it is very, like, putting as much forward as possible to evoke emotion. It is trying to evoke emotion. And it kills it for me. Completely kills it. I... Start to finish, did not like this. Yeah, I see. I, there I wasn't a, a redeeming quality to it, it beyond his voice. I don't think it, it kills it for me, but I've heard it a, a few times now where I like have parts of the melody and parts of it that I think are like melodically, I think, very nice. You know, I like that I'm not the same morphs into we're not the same. That's like a very small thing where I'm like, okay, you have the seed of an idea there. I, I think when a song is therapy, it needs to be therapy to the singer, not to the audience. That's always well, kind of been my, my, my thing. Interesting. Okay, because I, I need you to like elaborate on that a little more. It's... Um, I think I talked about this last year, um, when we talked about, uh, growing, growing up is getting old, where I, that song worked, but I usually don't like it when someone turns to the audience and goes, when you feel bad, feel better instead. <laughs> yeah, but that's not what he's doing. Though. That's not what he's doing, but it's. I think this is, I mean, I think this is very much like my therapy session on stage. Ah, uh, yeah. Where, where it just gets a little too close to like... Don't you feel like this too? Yes, but also like maybe you could have just gone and dealt with that. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you just could have gone and dealt with that by yourself first. Again. Instead of, instead of me feeling like, oh God... What if you feel this too much and you're just, like, standing there on stage crying? Like, what if the emotion of it is too real to you and you break down in tears? And is that kind of what you want? Because it's going to make your audience go, it's so real and I feel it? Because at that point, it's like, are you trying to sing this over and over again and still feel the, like, it? you know? You have to sing it so many times, is the thing. Yes. Let's talk yes. about Mitski. Can we talk about Mitski? You're dying to talk about Mitski. I'm dying to talk about Mitski. My God, I am so lonely. So I open the window to hear sounds of people. That is something that, like, she talked about writing nobody. And she talked about writing it when she was traveling by herself. And at some point she got so horribly lonely and depressed that she just started crawling around on a tile kitchen floor, just mumbling nobody, 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 nobody to herself. Sounds healthy. Sounds healthy, Mitski. No, it wasn't. But like, that's, um, that's you know, it, and it's and it's it, that is you know therapy session translated into song. Yes, but translated, and she's not proud of the emotion she had. She's proud of the song she wrote about it. She's proud of the craft that she translated the emotion into. Right. She's the reason why she's able to bring that song so often because it's her most popular song uh, and have it hit every single time is because it's a good song with good lyrics yeah, that yeah. hits to real like 
everyone. And if you write a song that is solely carried by your conviction in the emotion and not your conviction in like how good the song or the lyrics are, you're not gonna be able to find that emotion and conviction in every time. Because the song doesn't carry it. Okay. It's yeah, only so your at some point, point the emotion is gonna get boring to you and you're gonna have to tap into that not from your own experience, but by the quality of the song. That's why good musicals are good. Stephen Sondheim will write a song about heartbreak, mm -hmm. and someone has to sing that eight times a week on stage. An actor. An actor. To be fair. And have it be real and with conviction every single time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At some point, that's not gonna come from, you know, the feeling that you tap into about, you know, you know the heartbreak you experienced once or your relationship with, your, with sure. your own mother as an actor. It just has to come from the quality of the music and the quality of the lyrics. And I don't know, I think good conviction and good singing mm -hmm. isn't enough for me to convey that anymore. I just... I need the music to be good enough. <laughs> I think I think definitely to like, lean on. There is poetry that this could have but doesn't. There is something distinctly unelegant, I guess, about some of the of the lyrics and the yeah. verses that I part of me comes comes back around completely to being like this is just like clunkily honest in a very confrontational way. That, like, sort of works again for me. I guess, yeah. But, like, again, you were very hesitant to take this premise, and I understand. I'm only saying this because, like, I've, you know, it, it's had a few listens, and I'm not going to say this is, like, in my, in my upper echelons or anything. But I do think that the things here that are good are really good. He does perform. He does have... A very strong voice. Yeah, it's, it's and that true. is that is going to resonate because it already has once in Australia. So I'm like, there is something here that will resonate, and I don't fault anyone for it. But I completely understand the like holding back on on letting it touch you. You know, yeah. Because it's just kind of like, yeah. But what am I gonna do with that? I just my, don't... I, I think my um, suspension of disbelief has blunted. It's, huh. not, it's not the same as suspension of disbelief, you know, but it's suspension of disbelief in a song mm -hmm. where I'm like, for me to be transported into a song, I need a lot more than this. But... There you have it. <laughs> his voice is yes. incredible. Like, yes, I... That's just what I'm saying. The, the good parts are really good. Yeah. I think it's going to do well, but I do agree that there's like parts here where it's just like a little... My dad asked if I smiled today. Who's yeah. That, whose dad has ever asked that, that question? That's weird. That's not how dads be. My father asked me if today I smiled. I'm like, no, sorry. It makes more sense because this is the scene that you imagined is coming home sad, and your dad asking if you cried today. Yeah, because and it'd you be say, like, no. no, I didn't. But that's a lie. Because it almost boys don't do cry. cry. Yeah, but it feels like that's the initial pass of that verse. 
where it's like I come home and my dad asks me, did you cry today? And I'm going like, no, no, I'm happy. <laughs> I swear <laughs> I I'm happy. I swear I'm happy, dad. <laughs> and I always tell that lie. And it's like, yeah, that, that kind of tracks more. It feels like at some point that might have gotten changed. Because to me, that is way more logical. Yeah. But it, it might not have flowed well, and I get it. I get that. It's just always know. weird when you notice that in a song where you're like, "This is this is like a, a conscious change from the logical thing." Why? Yeah. Why has this been changed from like? And the if you have to thing? wonder why, that means it's not clear in the text, which means the lyric isn't good. You have to listen to the notes they're not playing. I know next is Azerbaijan, but I want to prolong that wait a little bit more. Yeah, of course, as we all had to, yeah. Because, of course... I know you had to wait so long for it, so I want to wait just a little Because I think, of, uh, I think at first they said they were going to release the song on the 19th of March, maybe, and then they said, actually, let's wait two more days. <laughs> <laughs> and we said, what the fuck? We're trying to make a top 40 here. Just give us the fucking song. We just want to hear the song. But no, you're not getting it. You're not getting it yet. No, no. I, I, let's just wait. Let's, let's just, just wait do one longer. more song. Let's do a breakup song. Now? Yeah. In the middle of the episode? That's brilliant. That is so good. That is so smart. That is so smart. <laughs> I love you for that. Okay, well, we have, we have three left. Okay. Interesting. Well, now that we're in the middle of the, of the episode, what, what do you want out of this? Do you want something, like, to just take us out of this for a moment? Or I want like... something that I can actually use for an Our Flag Meets Death AMV. In my head, I have never made an AMV, and I never will, because I'm scared of video editing software. Um, okay, well, I mean... But, I, like, in my head, I will make an I'm not, AMV. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I obviously, have, I obviously have the best one out of the three we have here, I think. Okay. Um, oh, j- just to say, like, uh, not the same, that's, I guess, all of the pirate crew? Because they're all gay. Because they're all gay? Uh, not an AMV. I mean, yeah, okay, but the main character of the show does get told that he's a lily-livered rich boy. Yeah, but I'm more thinking about Blackbeard, who's, like, trying to assimilate into that toxic masculinity that's stereotype. Something. That's yeah, something. Yeah, that's something. I'm imagining the person listening to this episode of the podcast who doesn't know what an AMV is. It's a... It's, it's an animated anime? music video. Oh, animated. It's an anime music video, and it used to only be putting clips from anime onto Linkin Park or, you know, dramatic music or Omigdu. We've talked about AMVs on the podcast. Yes, yeah, so if you're know listening, you know what an AMV yeah. is. <laughs> it is a music video for a property that you like, whether it be Final Fantasy or an anime or a TV show. You make a music video that's set to... Uh, clips uh, of the a show. Piece of, a piece of music set to clips of the show. Um, I unfortunately... I know that they're not available on the internet, but there was one person who made really good uh, Merry and Pippin AMVs for Lord of the Rings. Uh, hosted, really? Hosted on their Angel Fire or Jesus Oh my god, website. really? Um, and I'm very sad that they, those are gone, because those were very good. I would pay money to see those. <laughs> really? Yeah. Also, if anyone like knows any good like Better Call Saul AMVs, <laughs> I'm in the market. <laughs> I really To am. be fair... Um, 
I there has been like a, a minor resurgence of like AMV style fan videos. cams, fan right? Ca- fan cams. I love seeing fan cams. I saw someone make a uh, a Brokeback Mountain video. Yeah. Set to um, Midhack and Soul, uh, the Icelandic song from this year's Eurovision. Yeah, sick. Um, with with like Brokeback Mountain clips, and it was very beautiful. I was like, oh, okay. This this is something. Uh, I've been seeing people making videos set to brevity, so I'm like, okay. Wonderful. We're doing I, stuff. I want to see more AMVs. I'm I'm really I really feel like I have a full time job now, and I just want to be 15 again watching AMVs. Now, obviously, the main character of the main characters of our pirate show are you know are Blackbeard and Steed Bonnet, real people. Who Those existed. are real. Real people who existed, um, but like the show is is presenting them as you know as a, as a romance that that goes through many rocky stages um, and 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 you know pseudo pseudo breakup situations. Oh, Therefore, a breakup song might be what you need I for this. Swear, it's what I want. It's really what I want. Um, so I think I'm just going to make the executive decision to take us to Sweden. Yeah. If there's any country that can write us a strong pop entry with a good like. Solid concept here. It's Sweden. I also want to say that in Our Flag Means Death, the, like, funny foreigner oh, stereotype right. is a Swedish guy, which is really fun on a ship full of, like, Central African and African people. Yes. Like brown yeah. people. You've got you've got a, a non-binary Latin American character. Uh, um, you've got... Blackbeard is played by Taika Waititi. <laughs> Who yeah. is Maori? Who's Maori? Which is wonderful. And then, like, oh yeah, of course we need a funny, accented, dumb foreigner stereotype. And it's a Swedish guy. And I mean, you know, very bad example is um, if anyone ever read the Asterix comics. Oh yeah. I mean, we're Belgian. We're so. Belgian, so we obviously did. But there is there is a pirate crew in that comic, and the funny, accented one is like. The black guy with the big lips. It's a very bad, like, caricature, Yikes. and he talks, like, poorly. Um, and it's it was meant to be funny, but, like, when you look back at it, you're like, why? It's... Why? So and- refreshing to see it turned on, you know, blonde white people as, like... The extreme white person. Right. It's like right. in Midsommar where you have William Jackson Harper going to Sweden right. as an anthropologist. Yes, yes, yes. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's like a minor this, detail this of the movie, but it is very interesting. Yeah. So refreshing. Um, yeah, it's it's so fun to see weird white people. I mean, like, all of the characters are comic relief in their own sense because it's a comedy ensemble show. They're all funny. But, like, the, the Swede is just so funny as a character yeah. concept because he's meant to be, like, his identity is based on, like, literally, like, his identity. You know, like, it's... He's the... I mean, Frenchie is also called Frenchie because he was a servant in France. yeah. But he doesn't have a French accent. No, he doesn't. The Swede also doesn't have a Swedish accent. I mean, I I get the Swedish cadence. Yes. From the it's, way he talks. It's it's very funny. It's very funny. It's just very nice. Um, but let's go to some actual Swedish people. Yeah. Uh, of course, Melody Festivalen. First first uh, first time in a long time without Christopher Bjorkman, of course, uh, <gasps> as he directed his attention to the American Song Contest. Oh, uh, right. Which wasn't, you know, as successful as we all 
Might have hoped it was. Uh, yeah, didn't, like, nobody watch it? Not a lot of people seem to be watching it, no. <laughs> it's a shame, because I think there's something in the concept there as, like, an American Melody Festival, and more so than an American Eurovision. Yeah. That is that is very good. Melfest is a very good concept. It's, like, it, it's loosely based on, on uh, the Belgian pre-selections, actually, as I found out recently, is, like, Eurosong, our Belgian national selection from, like, the early 2000s, of having, like, several rounds that culminate in a, in a grand final with the qualifying acts is essentially, like, the Eurosong concept from Belgium. God, Belgium is so good at reality TV. <laughs> where like Sweden kind of took that and did perfect it into Melody Festival and um anyway all that to say Sweden picked their entry through Melody Festival as always and uh, the Swedish breakup song that we'll be listening to is called Hold Me Closer Ooh. <laughs> oh the romance getting, I'm into romance again I haven't been into right? In such a long time. And singing it for Sweden is Cornelia Jacobs. Another great name. Cornelia Jacobs. Perfect. That's my new D and D character. So yes, let's see. Let's see how that uh, how that breakup goes and what uh, emotions that elicits. Uh, this is Sweden's Cornelia Jacobs and Hold Me Closer. song gray sports bra diamond flapper top incredible combo what a what a what a concept what a concept truly so, mind blowing where you're just like has no one done that before so good it looks like, great such a, that is such like a yeah it's such so a, comfortable it's so striking it looks comfy so easy as a costume. I know. If you want, like, it's like, oh, can do that. Great. Like, you got it. Very good. Extremely good. Um, her voice, I'm horny. It's so good. <laughs> she sounds so good. She sounds so good. Um, so, like, hoarse. There's a grain on oh, that voice. Hmm. And yet, every yum, note, yum. every note perfectly where it needs to be. Just be yum, yum, but yum, it yum, just yum, sounds yum. like she's reaching to get there. It sounds like she's straining through the pain to oh, get the, to the, the right pain note. She feels but she gets all the right notes. And it's just like that is so perfectly appropriate yeah. for what you're trying to do. It's just like That's that tasty is, song. That is well crafted. Like, that is a well crafted tasty song. Yeah. And I feel it. And I have felt it. And it's coming back up when I listen to this song. Yeah, right? Like, it's like, oh, every, I think it is vague enough that everyone can relate to this. Yeah. And yet it mentions... A lot of people are gonna have an ex-boyfriend or girlfriend that they think about when they hear this song. 
the you you found or I found the right one at the wrong time is a really potent concept. It's also a cliche. Like it's it's not new. No, Hearing they, that isn't new. No, but it's it's not it's not about like whether that's an original concept. It's about that being a strong central thing to hold on to yeah. where you're just like this is this is we're coming at this story from the point where like you've broken up it's but you're just still happened. like yeah you've... hold me closer i can still have you tonight yeah 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 from from the way i feel it every part of this is good to me which means that it's just the wrong time for us and yeah that's that's very that's extremely relatable i yeah i don't want to get too personal so i'm not going to tell the story that i think about when i this too much I've been saying this a lot this episode about things that do or don't hit. This hits. Yeah, without without you know without getting in, in into too many you know personal anecdotes, um, I also think uh, the the queer reading of this. Oh, this is gay to me. Is very strong and valid. <laughs> yeah. Where it just it 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 reads very well as like Cornelia singing this to a woman. No, I was thinking about an ex girlfriend that I had. Okay, yeah. That this 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 at no point evoked any straight relationship okay, I've had. Great. No, that then 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 this reading is yeah. You you can verify that it feels accurate to like. I, I've never had a straight. Well. I've ne- <laughs> I've always been bisexual. I'm talking about relationships I've had with men. This doesn't evoke those. This evokes right, the yeah. relationships I've had with women. You a relationship with a man is in a straight relationship, but yes. Yeah. I, I completely understood what you meant, but just for, you know, for the audience's sake. Um, yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. This is, this is about me and women. Uh, right? Because it, it, I, I, that, that doesn't get mean that. that, like, I, re- that I resent being with you in any way. <laughs> I... No, I just I'm... have ex-girlfriends that I th- still think very fondly of, and, you know, it's sad. Yes, but I, I, I heard this for the first time, and I found myself thinking, like, what exactly is what exactly is hitting me here? Because, again, like, this is, from her perspective, singing about a lo- a, an ex-lover, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm a guy listening to this. Where am I getting into this? Until it hit me, like, oh, wait, no, there is, there is a, like... It's very sapphic. There is, yeah, yeah, there is that... Without it, like, being necessary, I think this is still broad enough where, like, it can be about any relationship. Maybe it was. But the the sapphic queer undertones of this are, like, so strong and so... There's no point in the lyrics that, like, implies that she's singing to a woman, but you, you get it, though. Yes, but she's saying, like, maybe it happened too fast. You say you've never felt this way for anyone, oh. and that it scares you to death. Oh my god, it's just like, our flag means death. <laughs> Yay! It, it happened too fast! <laughs> Yay! We found it! We found the AMP that I wanted! I mean, it is, it is like, that is such like a good pining... Oh pining feeling where it's just like she is relating the emotions of uh, 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 she is relating to us the emotions of a person that we can't see the you figure right yeah but we are empathizing with her yeah who is you in this song we haven't we don't know it's like her her romantic partner she's not singing to us necessarily we are 
coming at this from her perspective, yeah. but like she's relaying to us her experience of that relationship with a with a third person, the you that we don't get to see. But everything she's saying, there is a lot of sympathy for the other person in the relationship here. Yeah, there's she, not she really a lot of like... resentment because it's very much like like that moment of like bargaining in in the stages of grief of like we can still like do something with this while it's also like. It's all acceptance, baby. Trying to accept that, like, yeah, well, I we're not going to make this work. I, I think It was the wrong time. It's the very... It's when you break up with someone after going through the seven stages of grief and reaching acceptance. It's when someone breaks up with you when you already know the relationship is over. Sure, yeah, when you've just, like, kind of been, been prolonging the inevitable... Yeah. I don't know if it's quite there. I don't. Yes, yes, maybe. I think this is in like a in like in like a, a very strange, intangible space in those stages where it's like, what what exactly is the feeling? But that is what makes like it's not complex lyrically, but you feel like a very real complex sort of like emotion that you feel at the end of a relationship. Like it's it's just very. Am I gonna chase you? No. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it, it's got something very real to it without, like, getting into, like, extremely juicy details about <laughs> what went wrong here. But with, with you know, some some cliches, like the right one at the wrong time. Um, You're leaving in the morning. Sure, yeah. Like, Big um, cliche. You say it isn't me, but when did that ever help? Oh, I like that lyric. Yeah, it's good. good. It's yeah. good. It 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 gives it gives this like a little bit of like biting back, a little bit of attitude right away. Um, just a little bit of like, don't condescend to is, me while you're breaking up with me. Just just fucking say it. Yeah, this yeah. is this is going a little against my uh, my uh, shower of of praise, but this isn't this is one where I'm almost certain that some lyrics got swapped around mm-hmm. for the better. Yes. I think the result here is better, but in the verses, the lyrics as they are currently do not rhyme. But you don't notice that. You know, no need to apologize because there's nothing to regret. Yes. This is not what I wanted. Guess all the good things come to an end. Ooh, that don't rhyme. But the second verse goes, maybe it happened too fast. I guess that I understand. Ooh! Understand rhymes with end, kind of. So that makes me go like, oh... That first block was was in a different verse at first, and and they had to reshuffle that a little bit. Whatever the final result does, tell a better story. It's a very minor thing that I just realized last time I was listening to it. Like, wait a minute, that doesn't actually rhyme. The craft of it is not very noticeable. It feels very like it's good. Like I it's just, good. It's a good. It's a well crafted song. song. Like the craft of it is not. You're not sitting here thinking like, oh yeah, this is crafted and now comes like your rousing your rousing bridge or whatever. Like, no, it's not heroes. But it is a very good song. It's a very good song, and I can't get over the outfit. It's just it's so good. Casual glam. Casual cash glam. Barefoot, we love to see Barefoot, because of course. Barefoot cash glam. Great vibes. There's that moment where she like lunges forward. And yeah. it's like her hair messed up, and it's like that's choreographed, but it just like makes this moment of like 
like like very deliberate like disheveled appearance like it's it's still extremely controlled it's still very runway it's still very like like it's perfect but it's it's just it's that minor thing of like being off kilter the camera angles aren't perfect even though they're the same every time the camera angles are this way on purpose but they're like out of focus sometimes they're a little off she's not in the center it's like the entire thing is is very deliberately off kilter but in a way that actually just genuinely works to make you like stay extremely invested i think like it's very this is one of the strongest things i think that sweden has has like oh for sure put forward in a while it's giving i'm gonna give the gays everything they want (laughs) yeah sure yeah (laughs) because it's giving me everything i want and yeah i mean obviously makes for a good amv like it's it's, oh yeah oh i'm i'm making it in my head i'm saying here with like the broadness of it where it's like this can appeal like this this could be about a lot of fictional couples. A lot about a lot of real couples too. Think about your ship. Think about how this will work. Think about your ship and you're like, yeah, does this does this work? Because it's the pining. Hey listeners, what's your OTP? Let us know. <laughs> what's your one true pairing? What's your OTP? I wanna know. What's your OTP? Oh my OTP? Jesus. I mean, you're asking the audience. No, it's so mm, you can't beat Sam and Frodo. Okay, that's valid. I think you can beat Sam and Frodo. Um, I think Carrot and Angua in the Discworld series, mm. as well as um, Moist von Litvig and Adorable Dearheart, are extremely good pairings. <sighs> those are like, are those both canonical pairings? Those are both canonical. But right. Terry Pratchett didn't write a lot I mean, of romance. And so, is, and so is Sam and Frodo, of course. And so is Sam and Frodo. Terry Pratchett didn't write a lot of romance, but the romance said he did write choice oh you also have like in discworld you have margaret and the you know the fool who becomes the king later is beautifully written that's just you're just gushing about discworld now i'm just gushing about discworld again oh and sam vimes and yeah that's what i was thinking that's the one yeah. yeah that's the one is is sam and sybil like that's it um right now I'm into Nandor the Relentless and Guillermo. What we do in the shadows? Another really good. Uh, another really good type job. of YTT right. show. That was one where in the last season we were definitely watching and thinking like, are they gonna? Is are, it gonna, are they actually gonna is kiss? It, is it gonna really be gay? And then it wasn't, and, and then I was really. And then it wasn't, and it felt really wrong. And then after that, yeah, Taika Waititi did like our flag means death, and now we were like. Wait, you you could do gay? You could do it. So this whole time so, you could have just done that? So now that the response to this show is extremely positive, does that mean that yeah. you're going to make what we do in the shadows gay now because do. If you have a a, a pairing that you're very invested in, please let us know. <laughs> I guess. But yeah, good song. Uh great job Sweden. There's not a lot to say that isn't positive. Like I this still has like indie voice. She still does, like, indie voice. She still does Welcome to My Kitchen voice. Um, but also, it, that's just a thing. Yeah. It's, it's, you have that little moment of, like, oh, God, are we still doing that? But then it turns out that, yeah, we, I guess we I, I guess, guess we, we just are. are and, I guess we just are. We can accept that. that. The Sweden thing of it being very calculated, but 
it's calculated, like I said, in a very good way where it's like Eurovision is a TV show. You are going to have to reach your, your audience and this hits in the way that you want to get them. It's also like Eurovision, Eurovision is gay, um, but it's often not lesbian enough. Right. Good. Good point. Really good point. There, there's been great lesbian moments in, in Eurovision. Not enough. Not enough of them. This, this is giving, giving the sapphics, and by the sapphics I mean me, <laughs> just, just what we want. We want to see ladies in sports bras. You're just, you're just very excited about that one. I just, I like a woman in a sports bra. It's, that's, that's just, that's just what I like. I like me in a sports bra. That I makes also, me I think I look hot. We should get we should uh we should get you this outfit. Uh I I would I would love that. I would love to go to your vision party cosplaying. <laughs> oh another OTP I have, and this one is the one that has occupied most of my brain space because it's my character is uh, my my cleric uh, Petrus in D and D, and is Mark Kalyanovich from the Curse my, of Strahd module. Yes, the NPC that I, of course, I of course play as the dungeon master. Um, Truly, is the one that is. That's just us. Well, it's not. It it really fills my heart with joy when I think about them. But yeah, this this this. Um, if you're looking for a good AMV song, like yeah, Sweden once again providing they provided Hall Omni uh, first and. <laughs> the greatest AMV of all time, Omni. <laughs> uh, and then yeah, uh, this this has potential. The the ships shall sail. <laughs> Talking about ships for millennials. Yeah, whatever the fuck, man. There's like, it, it's fine. What's your favorite? What's your OTP? I, I'm a man. I don't ship. Untrue. Really? Do you not have any ships? No, I do. I just. You don't really read fanfiction. I don't read fanfiction of them, though. I do love a good fanfic. Everybody, send me your fanfic Rex. Hey, it's it's. It, you know, boys do ship. Um, but you don't. Boys do cringe. I don't know. Really? I'm trying to, like, get something, but I'm not quite sure. You, you liked know. Finn and Poe yeah, in that just, Star Wars, like, but that just was so disappointing. squandered it, but I was very, like, ooh, yes. In that in, in Force Awakens, I was very much like, ooh, yes, you've, you've given me something here to work with. Yeah. And then you didn't. And then it turned out that they didn't, though. It's weird, because, like, I'm trying to think... I'm trying to think of, like, canonical pairings in, in television shows or movies, and a lot of the times they don't, you know, quite do it. So then I'm trying to think of, like, fan fan pairings, but I'm like, I've never gotten extremely invested enough in, like, a fandom to really care about a, a, a pairing. Yeah. I don't think I'm much of a shipper. <laughs> that's valid. That's that's fine. <laughs> you don't need to be. In fact, it's cringe if you are. It's kind, of, it's kind of embarrassing, but I'm like, I don't mind being embarrassing. So I'm like, I'd I'd, I'd gladly confess something embarrassing right now. No, it's it's fine. If but you like, it, it's also sort of the writer brain thinking like, if the setup 
for a pairing to get together is actually there, then they, then they will will get together. And if it isn't there, then it's poorly written. <laughs> so I'm not <laughs> like invested genuinely in these characters. That's why like I'm I'm less inclined to go read fanfic because I'm so like this is the media as it is presented here. All of the other stuff that is like in, invented by very talented writers and very talented artists isn't necessarily true. So I can't like I can't judge the crumbs of a relationship in a show positively because someone else interpreted them in a way that is not what was intended. Yeah, it, I think that's also probably why I haven't been reading much fan fiction. You know, lately. like the, 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 I might have phrased that in a confusing way or not. I'm not sure what I just said. No, it's it's t- really taking the media at face value yeah. and not like trying to find it not that i don't understand why people don't why, why people like ship and find stuff to latch onto because it is like i get i get spock and kirk i understand oh, God. spock and kirk that's it that's I one get it. i understand oh it's beautiful they love i love spock and kirk <laughs> they love spock and kirk it's good shit very good like old fanfic. If yes. you go on Archive of Our Own, there's, like, fanfic from the 70s. Oh, is it, like, on there? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. People have, like, put it on. It is That's great. beautiful and not politically correct. Well, you wouldn't you wouldn't expect that, would But you? it's very, very good shit. Just really cool reading extremely raunchy fan fiction and being like, ha, the person who wrote this is an old lady. <laughs> is it time for Azerbaijan? I like Zagreus and Meg, but that's because it makes me horny. <laughs> is it time for Azerbaijan? Well, we've waited uh, many days. Uh, it's, been, it's been a while since I uh, introduced uh, the theme of this episode. Emotional ballad. Emotional ballad. Do you want to see that image again? Yes. <laughs> I need to stress how long we were waiting to fucking hear this song. It's Azerbaijan's song for this year's Eurovision Song Cunt. Cunt. Let's see if he serves cunt. For Azerbaijan, it's Nadir Rustamli and Fate to Black. Oh! Like when people start fucking on TV shows. You know, kind of yeah. like when you're like... That's when you turn to fanfic. They faded to black. Now I want to read the hardcore raunchy sex scene. Hell yeah. So, Give me the hardcore raunchy sex scene. No, I'm going to fade to black. Oh. But hey, maybe there's maybe there's still an AMV in here with lots of like fades. So there it is. The song we've been waiting for for all this time. The emotional ballad. It's Azerbaijan's Nadir Rustemli and Fade to Black. You Okay. Very rarely have I seen a man look worse 
um, than he does in that little outfit he wears on the pier. <laughs> Calling it a little outfit. Yep, that's what it is. It's such a bad look. It it's looks not, so not, bad right? on him. I, I firmly believe that everyone has like a style that will make them look good. Even if they're not conventionally attractive or whatever. Sure, yeah. There's a way that you can dress your body that will be flattering to you. Uh, neither of the outfits he wears in this video are it. One of them is more than the other. The one, the, the, black, the suit. black suit, which is the most neutral thing yes. I guess you can wear. Other, most uh, other than maybe black pants and a black t-shirt, which seems to be the go-to for every man yeah. in Eurovision. But please don't do it again this year. I really don't want to see any black pants or black t-shirts this year. But I take a black pant and a black t-shirt over that little outfit he wears on the pier every day. Well, he got to, he got to wear layers to be warm or whatever the fuck. Looks it, windy, it doesn't it? truly doesn't fit him. Except, like... He gets rained on when he's wearing his little black suit. So this song. Huh? This song. Right. It's bad. It, it, it just ain't no good. Yeah, I just need, need you to keep in mind that this is the last song we got this year. That we what were a waiting, disappointment! We were waiting for this. You were waiting for this? That they were holding out on us for this. This was the emotional ballad exclamation mark? Yeah. This sucks. <laughs> Hurts so fast? And then he doesn't rhyme it with when I love can't last. Uh, it hurts so fast when love, love goes, goes bad. bad. And what is it? And, it's, and when at last something, something, something? Because there is, there is another asked, but I don't know what it is. Past or uh, It sucks! Um, yeah, this leaves me at half-mast because I died. And all the flags, in the, it's a national tragedy that I died. Okay. Um, and all the flags are at half mast. Yeah, great, great joke. Good job. Thank you. Um, I I didn't think that like you always feel the impact of the previous Eurovision the next year, um, and it's not always that the winner is imitated. It's no. not always that you get like songs in the vein of the winner. Uh, it's that you will often get songs in the vein of the, of the second place or third place in this case. Apparently what happened here is you'll get a lot of John's Tears. Yes, this is like trying to imitate John's Tears, but then it just feels like an imitation of Vincent Bueno. <laughs> no one was imitating Vincent Bueno here. I know, but that's where I thought you were going. I thought you were going to say, like, it's not often that... Someone imitates a song that didn't that didn't even qualify for the grand final. <laughs> Fair point. No, but mainly where I'm saying that is it is I didn't expect the imitation to be um, John's tears. In that I didn't expect it to be an imitation of the music video for To L'Univers, where John rescues himself from the wreckage of the car. It was him the whole time. This is like the fifth time so far. I've had enough of this trope. That like the singer walks up to themselves or whatever. It's not clever. (laughs) It doesn't mean anything. It wasn't clever when John did it. It was, you know, it was. No, it wasn't. I don't know. I don't remember. Because, again, it happens in the music video. It's not going to happen on the Eurovision stage. We don't have to, like, hold on too tightly to that. But 
it is just very funny to me now remembering like, hold on a second, John did that. Why are we imitating his music video? And also, yeah, just the, like the emotional ballad is is very in the in the vein of John. Without it being like, you know, oh, this is just John's tears. That's not what I'm saying. No. It's like, oh, that is that is the closest thing I can find as to like where all of these kinds of things came from. It sucks. But it sucks. It's so bad. I don't remember any of it. It's especially great when it gets to the... I'm going to use heavy air quotes here. Right. Chorus. Right. The, the what? Se- the second time. Because at that point you go, wait, that was the chorus? Because he, he goes, I'm numb, numb. And you're like, wait, sorry, you're doing this again? That was the chorus? I already forgot. I already forgot how the song goes. I am quite honestly surprised that I can even remember this, because I think this might have been the second time I've listened to this song. (laughs) Third, maybe. Listened to the song first time when it came out, then maybe heard it, like, on on a playlist once, maybe. Like, on the playlist, maybe once. I'm going to tell you two things right now. Thing number one. Nobody's making an AMV. <laughs> Nobody's making an AMV with this song. Uh, thing number two. You shouldn't take a shirt off. Right, yeah, we didn't talk about that until now. I think Sweden lady should and did take her shirt off. Was wearing a sports bra. Perfect. Um, this guy... Uh, I don't... I don't need it. I don't need him wearing a stupid little outfit. I don't need him wearing a black... I don't need him. I'm I'm being a hater right now, and I'm, yeah, and I'm I mean, proud I don't, of it. I don't need this. I've had enough of this dude. It's nothing. I don't need this guy. This is this is this is what people mean when they say this is nothing. This is what I mean when I say like that's nothing. This is nothing. There was a moment where I thought, oh, is this gonna be someone dressed in black screaming? But Azerbaijan could never. Yeah, when you said emotional ballad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I I thought we weren't just going to get men singing about shit that doesn't matter to me <laughs> at all. It's um uh, yeah, I I didn't mean to um stack the deck so heavily against men this episode. Yeah, that's it. I I don't want to come out as someone who like doesn't want to listen to men's pain. I think you know, I, I want to, and I... No, yeah. there are good ways to do There's man way. pain. We speci- Very good ways. We specifically introduced, I believe, the concept of doing multiple songs in an episode by doing Arcade, Soldi, and Storm in one episode, I think, which were three man pain songs that, to me, I was like, yeah, all of these have a reason to exist. Yep. All of these have, like, a reason to exist. These are all telling a story. And, like, I like all three of those, really. Most stories, you know, that have gotten popular in history are about man pain. Yeah, because a lot of the stories are about men. It just so happens to be. Um, but it, yeah, it just also happens but to none be... of these fucking matter. These ones... I don't care. <laughs> it just also happens to be that that by by slotting that breakup song in there, we got Cornelia in here who, oh, like you hear that and you're like, oh god, thank you, you're saying something. It's like okay, I can I can latch onto this. I know what you're like. You've you've just 
perfectly crystallized what you're doing. It's it's like it's not always a good thing to be like, I don't have to think about this. I immediately get it. But it is a good thing when like you immediately get it. And then when you do think about it a little more, that just like enhances enhances it yeah. and you're just like oh i get this and then you think and you're like oh yeah i do relate to that and then there's fate to black which is literally nothing i what i do like about fate to black is something that i you know like about a lot of eurovision songs um in thinking <laughs> no. that something that a phrase that isn't poetic is like poetic fate to black isn't a poetic phrase it's not like an old trope of, you know, English. It's it's not high English poetry. Oh, okay. It's 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 something it's a film technique. It's a very modern thing. It's not fade into darkness or like fade into nothing or fade into the mist. No, it's fade to black is a film technique that doesn't mean anything. And I do think that is is funny broken English that isn't really yeah, broken not, yeah, English. Yeah, it's not broken. It's like it's it's it's, it's kind of like that Hollywood grasp of like yeah, our romance is like it's like a big it's like a big Hollywood thing and the movie yeah. fades to black. It's like okay, that is an idea though. I don't think that's that's necessarily a bad idea that But I don't work. think that's what this wants fade to black to be. I don't think it means it goes dark. It mean yeah, it goes dark and it stops existing. But also to be to be fair, as a screenwriter I have to say like the end of a script is a fade out. Yeah. That is what is what it says and that also means lights up, you know? Fade out at the end means the credits start, which also means lights in the cinema go yeah. up. Your fade to black is is what happens between like scenes where like your movie goes black and then comes back up. Yeah, because like you transition into like a moment of rest, but it's gonna come back up to something. That's what a fade to black is, basically. Yeah, so it's completely misplaced in this song, which. I yes, it's, it's a little, it's a little stupid. It's it's kind of clunky. It's like I don't, I don't know what that's supposed to do. You always go and blame the weather. Um, yeah, is that like a reference to a fair weather friend or? <laughs> wow, is it? I don't know. No idea. I wanted to say something. Hold on. I mean, I don't need to say anything more. But yeah, we can end it here. We've been talking for like three hours. What? You saying? what the fuck? <laughs> okay, so Yaron's glasses just broke when he wasn't even doing anything to them um so i think this is where we're gonna end the episode thank you for listening everyone you can follow us on twitter at eurodivision um check out our little bonus episode that is uh co.fee dash fee co-fee.com slash eurovision division oh my god it's broken like the plastic is just it's snap you weren't even doing anything the frame of my glasses just like broke the yeah the 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 plastic barely touching it broke um i thought the glass had just popped but no the frame literally literally broke and the glass popped out That Um, that makes two pairs of glasses now because my other glasses the 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 glass keeps popping out because the the little screw is not tight enough and it keeps 
loosening up so the glass pops out. Anyway, um, so these glasses are broken now. Um, yeah, so that's fucked. Uh, plugs. I mean, we've already plugged our flag means death. It's a, it's a fun show. Other than that, I think that's... That's gonna be it for us tonight. <laughs> yes. We're a happy Easter. <laughs> yeah. And good night, Europe. Good night, Europe. <laughs>